we are doing something new today. We are going on Instagram Live. And uh, so if you're watching, uh, this is new. So there will be hiccups throughout. And uh, we apologize in advance for that. But uh, what is not new is that we've got some great guests on our show today. And um, our first two joining us are um, Kristen Wagner-Hilt. And uh, she is... Um, I should have read this before we got started, <laughs> and we're live. But no, she is uh, she's with the first year experience. Um, she's a graduate assistant, and she heads up the first generation mentoring program, uh, first generation college student mentoring program here on campus. And we have three first generation students with us as well, but um, only one with us uh, at this moment, and that is Jacenia Terrell. She is an exercise science pre-OT major and part of the exercise science club. We will also have Rachel Jones and Taylor Long uh, coming up on the second half of the show. But first off, thank you both for being on Rhymes with Orange today. Uh, the purpose of the show is um, that uh, November 8th, which I believe is tomorrow, yes. is the second national first generation college student celebration. And on campus from 10 to 12 in the academic circle, you guys will have a table and a tent set up and people can come to your table, learn more about um, what it's like to be a first generation college student, learn more about statistics. And most importantly, if they are a first generation student, um, they can learn more about the mentoring program here. They can learn more about the first year experience. Um, the, the most important thing people need to get out of today is that Campbell University is there for the first generation student. And so welcome to Rhymes with Orange. And uh, we always start off our show after this ridiculously long um, <laughs> intro. We always start off the show by asking uh, what brought you to Campbell University. And Kristen, we will start with you. All right. Um, kind of a weird roundabout way. Um, I went to Kent State University in Ohio for undergrad and for a long time was in the restaurant fine dining business um, and just decided I wanted to do something more. I wanted to help people. I just wasn't, wasn't happy with where I was at and uh, started looking at graduate programs and lo and behold, I found Campbell University's uh, clinical mental health program and uh, moved here in June, and that's where I'm at now. <laughs> we, we have a lot of North Carolinians that, that come here from Ohio, so yes. uh, what um, what is the draw to a state like North Carolina when, was this in the middle of winter and you just yeah. had enough? Okay. Yeah, so that's a big part of it. I was over the winter um, and just wanted to do something different. I have friends that live down here, really good friends from college, actually, um, and yeah, so my boyfriend and I packed up our dogs and decided to make the move. And we'll we'll talk a lot about first generation. But first, um, Jacenia, um, are you a freshman? This yes. Year? Okay. Uh, why Campbell University? Um, I don't know. I applied to several different schools, and I looked at their occupational therapy programs. And I don't know. I came to Campbell. I visited like three times before I decided like this is where I wanted to go. Um, I cried the first time. And I cried the second time, and the third time I was like, you know, I think I should go here. So, <laughs> so like happy tears? Yeah, tears of joy. Okay. Like I was like, this is it. I knew this was for me when I came and visited the first three times. Okay, um, I don't, I don't even know where to begin uh, when we talk about this subject because there's so much to talk about. I am mm -hmm. uh, uh, editor of Campbell Magazine, and it's a story that's close to me because I was a first generation student. So. Uh, last summer, we did a big cover story feature on what it's like to be a first-generation college student, and we purposely, in the title of the story, said the struggles and triumphs of being a first-generation student because there are a lot of struggles. Mm -hmm. But for those students that get through the four years, 
um, the, I guess, the rewards are even greater. So um, e either of you can start on this one, but I want to start with the struggles because I had my own. What, what are some of the biggest obstacles that a first-generation student faces? And for the students that are on here, tell us your personal struggles. Like, what what made what's made your first year more difficult than maybe the average college student? Do you think? Um. Well, I feel like I'm kind of just like coming in kind of blind. Like, I don't really know everything I'm supposed to do. I feel like a lot of people know. Like, oh, I get here. This is what I have to do. And like, I don't really know. Like, let's see. <laughs> I don't know. I just came in. I was kind of lost. Um, having a mentor really helped because I'm able to ask a lot of questions and they're here for me and they're just here to like guide me, which is like super helpful because I'm really like blind. Like I really don't know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of going with it and now, trying to figure it out as I go. Is this a Campbell appointed mentor? Is this part of this mentor program? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was going to say, I think so. Yes. <laughs> so Kristen, tell us, tell us how that works. How, how, how do you match these students with a mentor here? Yeah. So uh, this project actually came out of doing this article. Um, we had talked about the importance of having um, a mentoring program on campus. And so what we did is we honestly put together like a, a Microsoft form and we asked um, the mentors what their major was, where they, you know, what industry do they work in? Because they could be alum as well. So it's um, a faculty, staff member, or an alumni. Um, we've got all three. And so those types of things, we talked about um, different struggles that they had. So we tried to match maybe if you had, you know, you're an out-of-state student. Um, or we also talked about different hobbies. So if there were things that the students had that were the same, um, you know, we try not to get, like, they like to read, the student likes to read. We wanted to get a little bit more depth into that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, a, a big part of that was um, was major selection and, and where the students wanted to, to take their, their career path. And who's your mentor? Myra Stockdale. Is she a, she is, um, is she a professor? Is she a staff member? Is she a graduate She's student? She's the director assistant. Um. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Director she's assistant. a staff member. Okay. She's a full time yeah. staff member. So, so what does she do that that helps then? Like, is it is it just you go to her for advice? Is it um, um, she comes to you and says, "I want to see your grades. I want to see how you're doing." <laughs> kind of everything. I I walk into her office all the time, and I'll just sit in there and talk to her for hours, just about like I'm struggling or like I really need help with this. What do I do? Um, I text her all the time. She's just always there when I need her, which is like super. Yeah, she brings this queso from Moe's all the time too, queso. which is nice. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, she's just always there, which is like super helpful. And it's good to like know that I can, if I ever need someone to talk to, like she's there. And if I have questions, she's there, like literally all the time. So yeah. And how are these mentors chosen? And if you just answered that, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so we did, um, it was just by interest. So we okay. actually asked, uh, I think we sent out an email. This was right before I got here. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You did say how, um, how like the, how they're matched. Yeah. But I'm guessing, but they have to be first generation students. Is they that have right? to be. Okay. Yeah. So they and why have is to that be, important? So they understand the same struggle because it is different. And I, I think that that's, we're not trying to be exclusive or, you know, but. You have to understand, I think, and you might, because you were first generation, there's a lot of different things. Like she was saying, you come in and you feel blind or you don't know what you're doing. So having that support system of not only was I there for that, but I also completed this 
you know, degree and I'm here to help you do those pieces, I think is really important. Um, but we actually had to shut down our, um, cut off the, the mentors cause we had too many, um, which was great. Uh, yeah. After two weeks we had to like shut it down <laughs> because we had so many people that want to mentor. So we've got a waiting list of, of mentors for the next year and next semester. But I guess mostly what I wonder about is how is college talked about in your households when you're growing up? Because, I mean, my mom was a teacher, so I know she went to college. We never really talked about college, but it's always kind of, I think for a lot of students who come to college, it's kind of expected. Mm -hmm. Like your parents are always on you about your grades and they have a path set up for you. Did you guys feel the same way growing up? Um, So my parents were always really strict on me about my grades, but I'm also like really hard on myself too. Um, both of my parents actually went to the military right after high school, so yeah, I came from like a military family, and I don't know, I just, they they always told me it was important to go to college, they didn't want me to go into the military like they did, so I really worked really, really hard in high school so that I could like get to college and I could study what I wanted to do and like do better than my parents did. I was just going to ask if you had ever, we are, it's going to be dangerous, (laughs) Um, if you'd ever like considered the military just to kind of spite your parents, I was just Um, (laughs) I heard stories um, from both my parents and I really don't think I could do it. (laughs) I think I'd be in the same boat, that's more than fair. (laughs) That's an important question, we're going to ask both of you the same thing too, is uh, growing up in a house where it's not expected and you ultimately make that decision. how how early in your life, though, did you realize that um, your next step was college, or was this something you even thought about through high school? Um, I always knew I wanted to go to college. I never was really sure, like, what I wanted to study, um, but I had always known I wanted to go to college. I just, like, in high school found out what I wanted to study, but my parents had always made it a point to be like, yeah, you want to go to college. It's important for you to go to college. You want to get somewhere, so go to college. <laughs> and so... Uh, why are you here then? What, what are you um, studying to be and, and what do you want to do? And, and uh, how early in life did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up? I'm using quote marks for people that are listening there. <laughs> well, um, I really like working with like people with special needs. And so in the eighth grade, like that's when I realized I wanted to work with people in special needs. Um, so all throughout high school, I worked with like clubs and I was like president of clubs. And we just planned events for people with special needs and stuff. And um, that's when I figured out I wanted to do occupational therapy. I was in between physical and occupational, but I figured out that with occupational, you work more with like a different range and like a wider range of people. So, um, yeah, I just knew I wanted to help people. Like I like helping people and like seeing them happy. It makes me happy. So. <laughs> and Kristen, it says here, you, yes. you were also a first generation student yes. and it's important if you're leading this program. Yes. Um, tell us your story. When, uh, what, what was, uh, what was your situation growing up and and uh, when did you decide you were college was right for you so my mom went to school but didn't complete college um and that's a something that the the first generation definition is very unclear about but Mm -hmm. for campbell's standard ours is that um to be first generation your parents didn't complete a four-year degree right um so we find that to be important because of the the perseverance of finishing that degree. It, it is difficult. Um, so for me, it was, oh, it was expected. I'm the, the first of four in my family. Um, so I, I don't think I ever, it wasn't an option not to go. I'm sure if I just said I didn't want to and join the military, <laughs> I could have, <laughs> but it, it was always expected that I was going to go. Um, 
and yeah, so I, I think that that is important um, that you've finished that if you're going to mentor so that you understand where they're at, you know, because we pair them freshman year, but our hope is that this fosters through the, the college um, experience all the way through, so... And that four-year retention rate is, is mm. important, or yeah. the, not the, the retention rate's important, but there's also the, the, your schools are graded on their ability to graduate a student within four years. And mm-hmm. for a first-generation student, um, you know, whether it's finances that get in the way, whether it's, um, you know, uh, grades, which was kind of my, <laughs> my problem, uh, but it was, um, but yeah, and then there would be semesters where, I would have to work, and mm-hmm. so I would do a six-hour semester, and so that adds up, and then you switch majors, and, you know, if I had somebody at the very beginning yeah. who said, um, what do you want to do? Let's show you the right path to get there. It would have made a world of difference, mm-hmm. just an absolute world of difference, and so do you guys feel like this program will not only help these students individually, but help the overall retention rates and the, like, our first-generation students more um, uh, inclined to drop out? than other students Mm -hmm. um so there's there's been a couple there's actually a lot of studies on this right now because it is such a hot topic but um i think the one of the last articles that i read um said that about half um of the students that are first generation do not graduate on time so that's something that we identify as being an issue and important at, at campbell to to guide that i actually didn't have a mentor either at um put Kent State University on blast, but we well, we did it. Um, years ago, I mean, yeah, and it, you know, I I think I struggled a lot. I changed my major three different times. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, um, and even so, the degree that I got, I wasn't utilizing in the last you know ten years. So, uh, yeah, we there's a couple different content areas that we identified in working with these mentors when we trained them over the summer. Um, on things that the the students might be dealing with. So financial, um, not everybody that's first gen is going to have financial strife, but there's going to be a lot of people that do. Um, So the financial piece, there's um, academics. Um, We talked about home versus school life. So feeling like you don't fit in in either place. Um, So, you know, are you too good for your family because you went to college and now you still don't feel like you fit in at the university because you feel a little bit behind or a little bit lost? That's another big piece to it. And I think the story touched on that, too. Um, like you said, are you, you're too good for your family now. And, yes, that mm-hmm. surprisingly that happens. Oh, college boy, you know, what's mm-hmm. he got? You know, your your cousin comes in <laughs> hunting rifle over his shoulder shirtless, and he says, what's up, college boy? And <laughs> it, you feel a little weird. <laughs> Did that happen to you? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm from Texas. Oh, so you're right. It might have happened, but, no, it's... Uh, but but not only that, but um, when when you do come from a situation where maybe you're working and your family um, depends on that money as well, mm-hmm. and so um, you know, a lot of families, you know, maybe if they're struggling, they'll say, "You've got to step up, and we can't afford this anymore, and we need you to contribute." And that that hurts too. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's just so many um, so many situations that first generation students go through that I think not everybody understands and so the fact that Campbell's doing this I think um, is is great absolutely yeah. great and so um, we're going to uh, we're going to pause on the podcast in a minute and uh, but on live we're just going to keep it rolling and people can see the 
the the scene change here, but <laughs> but I did want to mention also um, we are broadcasting from the second floor of the new admissions building here on campus, and so yes, behind <laughs> us is the wonderful view of D Rich and uh, and Kivet Hall. We had to put the shades down because the light was blinding the the camera here, but you can so still see it. Outside. You can still see it through the shade, and uh, this is an amazing new building and uh, another reason another reason people are choosing to come to Kingwood University. But thank you both, Jacenia and Kristen. Kristen, if you wouldn't mind just um, staying close by because we yeah. might have another question yeah. for you and you might have to chime in. Totally fine. But we're going to bring uh, the the other two on. Um, I've got your names right here. Uh, Rachel and Taylor. We're going to bring <laughs> Rachel and Taylor on. And uh, um, so on the podcast, it's going to be a quick thing, but on Instagram, we'll, um, we'll get started here in a little bit. So thanks. We're going to start right where we left off and just ask you guys how each of you discovered Campbell and decided to come here. Let's start with Rachel. Okay, so my grandma is actually an alumni here. She went when it was Campbell College, I do believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she got a teaching degree when they were trying to hire teachers to pretty much come here for free because there was such a lack of teachers. Oh, wow. So um, I've always kind of known about it because of that. Um, I actually originally planned to go to Brevard. North Carolina, the um, college there, and I've heard of it. Yeah, it's super small. <laughs> yeah, yes. um, and then I found out that like my brother's girlfriend was pregnant, and I was like, I can't be five hours away from my nephew. I can't be five hours away from my family. So actually, I'm like 30 minutes now. And it's super convenient, and um, they are one of the only schools that still offers a master's program for my major that got expanded this past year so it kind of just all fell into place all at once remind us what your major is um kinesiology pre-at that's great what about you taylor um so it's kind of a funny story i wasn't (laughs) actually planning to come to campbell because i lived 30 minutes away i'd always wanted to go out of state so i applied to campbell and a couple of other schools but i was like set on lee university which is like a small christian school in tennessee Mm -hmm. and it came right down to graduation I graduated high school, and then two weeks later, Lee dropped my program, so I no longer had a program there, so it was kind of a last-minute decision to come to Campbell, and I'm thankful I'm here. I was glad that they still accepted me and let me come, so that's how it happened. <laughs> that would give me a lot of anxiety that close to oh, it, it was, um, It's actually kind of crazy, so I didn't have a room until like the day before I moved in. The first oh, week, I didn't have a meal plan. Had you ever been to Campbell before? Had you done any tours or um, anything like that? So I live 30 minutes away. I live in Garner. So I've been to Campbell. Like, it's not like a crazy thing to come yeah. down here and come to a football game <laughs> when you're good. young. So, like, I've been here before. So. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm glad yeah. you had a little familiarity. That was me out. Um, how old were you when you both remember making a conscious decision? You know, I'm determined I'm going to go to college. Um, so I was actually in a program in high school that's kind of like this called AVID. I don't know if some of you have heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much a college preparation course. It starts freshman year, and um, you have to interview to get into it eighth grade. So, like, um, that was kind of then, but my brother was also in it, and he's four years older than me. So kind of around fourth or fifth grade, I was like, wow, college is a thing. Like, haha. <laughs> and then eighth grade, it was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to do this program because it's going to help me. So, like, eighth grade was kind of when I was just, like, hammering down, and I was like, yeah college <laughs> do you remember so. if that program is that just for 
first or students who would be first generation students or is that open to any eighth grader who um, feels like they want to support so it's pretty much the same thing with like the first gen but it kind of mm-hmm. narrowed down to like if one of your parents went to college but they tried to make it so like nobody in your family not like nobody but mostly like your immediate like your mm-hmm. brother's yeah. parents stuff like that didn't go to college so it was all new to us too and that's why they kind of targeted these people that didn't have that structure at home to help them get through like even high school at the time because like that was different in the middle school and elementary school and so it really helped with the transition and then junior pretty much freshman through senior year I was prepping for college and doing visits and learning how to do SATs and ACTs which was also a super big help because like my brother didn't do the best in high school even though he was in that program and so I took the initiative to be like I'm gonna do good like I'm going to college and he actually didn't end up going to college even though he was in that program but with ours from when we graduated in 2018 every person ended up going to college from that class great that's That's really impressive and it's great there are programs like that out yeah how about for you um college has always kind of been on my radar um so my grandmother she went to ECU and she got her a degree in teaching in French so she kind of inspired me to like pursue that but other than her, nobody in my, like, family at all had ever been to college. We're a big farming community, and that's kind of what they did. So I've always been the one to kind of break the mold, and I decided, like, okay, like, I want to do something else with my life, and I knew the only way to do that was to go to college. So yeah. started thinking about that in, like, sixth grade. So do either of you uh, – the, the broader question is, what's your family support like? But do either of you have the family member who walks in with the rifle over their shoulder shirtless and say, hey, college girl, I mean <laughs> – absolutely absolutely everybody but me what what has been the family support and and if it's not been very good then you don't have to answer that because I don't I don't want to cause any you know any um anything like that in here but yeah (laughs) Yeah. but uh it's important that your your family's on board with this and uh what's that support been like for you um for me like my immediate family as far as like my mom and dad go They've always been very, very supportive of, like, whatever I wanted to do, whether that was college or going into the military. They were 110 behind it. But um, a lot of my, like, relatives, like my grandparents, they they kind of view college as, like, a waste of money, waste of time. They've always thought that, um, like, you should go into the workforce and make money. Like, why waste four years? So there's not a lot of support from that end, but I feel very supported by my parents. Um. So my parents just, like, Years have always been like pretty much supportive but they've always leaned more towards college because the fact that my brother didn't go and they didn't go they know like the hardships especially it even increased now of like trying to find a very good paying job to like support yourself and mm-hmm. stuff like that and like this economy so they're like go to college go to college go to college and I was like all right like I could deal with that but um my grandparents are all super supportive but I have like cousins and like Hopefully they're not listening. I don't really care at this point. It's like, whatever. But, um, like, my three cousins that I'm closest to are all around, like, the same age. I have, like, one, two that are twins that are about five years older. And they all went to, like, community college. And so, like, they were cool with that or whatever. And, like, my um, female cousin, her name's Caitlin. She's, like, a couple, like, two years older than me. And um, ever since I started thinking about, like, university instead of community college, she was kind of like, Why? like why are you doing that why not just go to community college because like you know financial issues you know stuff like that but like um I have 
very good scholarships to every school I applied to. I got good money through FAFSA because, you know, single mom versus her household where there's two parents with a very good job coming in income. And um, it always seemed like this big jealousy thing that um, I was going to a university. I was away from home. I was doing, like, my own thing while she was at home. And, like, going to community college, it was like I was pretty much for, like, the first... I don't know, three or four months after I got accepted, every time I talked to her, it was like, oh, how are you going to afford it? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? And it's like the fact that I told her, well, technically I'm paying like almost as much as you to go to a university that's private and you're going to community college. It just like made her livid. And so it got to the point where I didn't really talk to her about college and like we really haven't talked much about it with um, me being here and I went home and saw her for like the first time. I don't know, probably, like, last weekend or so, and, like, nothing was said about how college was going or anything like that, and, like, it kind of hurts because, like, I hear all these other people about how supportive their cousins are and, like, this, this, and this, and, like, it just sucks that I don't have that support from her, I guess, but, like, I have it from my family and, like, my parents and, like, my brother and stuff like that, so, like, it's kind of in the back burner, but it's always there of, like, the jealousy, and I'm kind of like, okay. (laughs) And, And I completely understand that, and I also understand why little things like that make it just a little more difficult for a yeah. first-generation student. And that kind of leads into my next question is uh, there are little things, like you said, you got here a week before school started or a day yeah. before school started. And and then, you know, so you're playing catch-up that first week while everybody else mm-hmm. already has all their books and they have everything set. Um, what are some of the little things about your first semester here that you feel like was a struggle for you that maybe a, I'm going to call them a legacy student, but a, a student who's who's had generations go through this and, and they're they know what they're doing. What are some of the little things that you found was difficult early on? I think for me the first week like adjusting even like the first two weeks adjusting was very hard because I feel like a lot of the people that like I chose to surround myself with that like I can call friends now, they definitely had like a better support system that could say like I know like exactly where you are and this is what you have to do to move forward. And it was kind of like me and my parents just trying to like keep our heads above the water and figure out how financial financial aid's going to get me books and how I'm going to get to class and how I'm going to adjust like living away from home and not having anybody to say like Taylor this is how you do it. It was very hard to navigate that while trying to do classes as well. Yeah, I can agree with that. And just being away from home in general, even though it's like 30 minutes, I don't even know how some of these people are dealing with it being across out of country or across state. And like, I don't know, every time I like have an issue, I'm like, hey, mom, like, this is going on. And she's like, okay. I'm like, okay. Like, it's good to talk to you about it. (laughs) Thanks for the support or help. But um, yeah, some other hard things like the financial aid, but also just like navigating myself around this campus. Because, like, I came here for multiple tours, but it's, like, different when you're, like, oh, I'm going to go here versus when you're here and you don't have that guide and you don't, and, like, everybody pretty much around you is lost and you're just kind of, like, oh, like, it took me, like, two hours to find Marsh Banks. And I was, like, the first two weeks I only ate sandwiches because I was, like, this food is so odd. (laughs) And, like, I'm used to home-cooked meals every night. And I was, like, I don't know what this is and it tastes weird, so I'm just going to eat a sandwich. So now I don't even want to look at a sandwich because I'm, like, I'm tired of it. Because the first two weeks I just overloaded with it. But um, also I feel like, yeah, it was was rough. I feel that. (laughs) Also I feel like, living in a dorm was a lot different like at one point in my life I like 
had shared a room with like my stepsister so like having to share that space with somebody else wasn't so odd but like seeing all these other people and then like being like oh trying to make friends with them or like trying to figure this out it was kind of like okay and thankfully I'm in small so like I only have to share a bathroom with like two other people but like these people that are sharing it with like 10 people in general I could not do it like I just couldn't yeah I couldn't do it that's a that's a huge (laughs) yeah I think that's one of the things that having parents who have gone to college and dealt with roommate issues I think that's this huge advantage yeah to have someone who can be like you know everyone's different sometimes you gotta deal with stuff like that yeah that's interesting does social life is it more difficult for Um, students like us (laughs) personally I've always been like a very social person I enjoy having people around me I really value my community but it was very hard to like have to jump in and make completely new friends and try to balance that time between like friends that I'm still like staying in touch with trying to make new friends and trying to start off well in my classes it was hard to say like you can have this amount of time with this people, but you still have to do work. Cause I, if I could, like I would get a degree in social life. Like I would, but. <laughs> hey, maybe it's coming. Um, yeah, I've been a very social person and um, I really can say that I have not had an issue making friends. Cause like, I, I kid you not, every time I go downstairs to do laundry, I meet somebody new and I'm like, <laughs> hey, let's go get food or something like that. And it's just like, bam, friendship. Cause it's yeah. that easy for me. And like, I'm not trying to brag about that, but like, I'm just a very social person. And like, for some people that are feeling uncomfortable or feeling like they don't have friends, I don't know. I like feeling that like me smiling or me saying, hey, let's go do something like gives them that push that they might not be able to take. So like, I don't know. I like being social and I like being friendly and like, yeah, maybe not being like best friends with that person, but having like acquaintances. And like every time I walk to class, like I always have somebody I see and say like, hey, Mm -hmm. how are you doing? Stuff like that. And I really enjoy that. (laughs) So, yeah. You definitely build a network, especially when you first get here, and yeah. everyone wants to know everyone. Especially since it's so small, too. Yeah. Yes. Could you both tell us about your mentors and the kind of things that you ask them, if, even if it's not about social life, just about academics and things like that? Um, so I also <laughs> I also have Byra as um, a mentor with Jacinia. So um, when she says we go in there to talk to her, I mean, it feels like five minutes. You look at the clock, and it's like two hours later. Because, like, we just click with her so well that, like, anything we say or, like, anything we do, she has advice on it. She's just a great person to talk to. Like, in all honesty, like, I don't know if I had another mentor if, like, I, I don't know. It's just, like, perfectly planned that, like, we got lined up with her because, like, yeah. (laughs) So, like, um... We did have, like, a little bit of issues at the beginning of, like, getting in contact and stuff, but, like, we were kind of like, man, this is gonna suck. Like, what have we got ourselves into? And so then, like, once we actually got into it, we were like, this is great. And, like, we go out and eat all the time and, like, not, like, all the time, like, whatever, but, like, to talk about life and, like, she brings us queso and, like, she checks up on us if we talk to her about a test or, like, gives us a gives us advice and like <laughs> got tongue tied <laughs> but um she's super supportive and super helpful and it's like having not necessarily like a mom figure but it's like that adult figure that like I feel like everybody's leaning towards their parents to have but it's like having them right here on campus and like having them available for whenever you need it and that's so like amazing to have that person it's really great yeah what about you Taylor 
Um, <laughs> Follow that. Does your mentor bring you queso? You don't get queso. No. <laughs> so I have a mentor. His name is Jason Geit, I guess. And <laughs> if you're watching, uh, hey, no, we, we I'm doing Geit. good. We know Jason really well, yes. Um, I think he would be a great person, but our schedules conflict very often. So we've actually never like met other than when I got him. So I guess he would be awesome, but you're like very well adjusted. I feel yes. No, I feel like I. Yes, I'm very involved. Um, hope you're watching this, Jason. If you are, email me, text me, something. We'll try to work it out. Um, so I'm. I actually decided to join a sorority, and so I'm in Sigma Alpha Omega, and that has been like a huge help. I think that's kind of picked up a little bit of the slack because. A lot of those girls that are upperclassmen, like, really are intentional with their relationship with, like, all of us. So that helps. And then just being in other clubs where there's upperclassmen involved, that can really help yeah. guide you along the way is really good. Yeah. So. so sounds like one of our hopes for the event tomorrow is just that more students would, first of all, self-identify as first-generation <laughs> students and that they could get hooked up with people like you guys who can kind of show them the ropes. But do any of you, even you two who aren't on the mics right now, have... Could you condense it into one really important thing that future first-generation students should know about the college experience that would really help them coming in? Like, as joining first-generation or just, like, in general? Just as coming in as students. Is there one thing that you wish you'd known or that would really help? Um. I've got one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hop in there. there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Um, getting involved on campus is yeah. huge. Mm -hmm. Getting involved, um, is going to help stay. It's going to, you're going to find your tribe. So that's, that's big. Um, I was in a sorority as well on campus and even though I didn't have a mentor, the, those, those people were instrumental. So get involved. Definitely. My advice. Okay. Oh no, go ahead. I want to hear your advice first. I would say if you're a senior and you're looking and you're a first-generation student looking for college, don't be afraid to go after what you want. Like, don't listen to everybody else because at the end of the day, it's going to be you. You're going to be taking the classes. Um, and don't be afraid to get involved in things that people around you are not doing because mm -hmm. nobody else, none of my other friends joined a sorority, and I decided to do, the, to do that. So kind of like college is a place to become who you want to be. Like, that's like your end goal is to be happy with where you are and who you are. So really press into that starting your freshman year. Yeah. My advice is two things. Um, have a goal going in. Mm. I went into college very aimlessly. I made it to college. I thought that was good enough <laughs> and I didn't know what I was in for. And, uh, and so I struggled because of that. But also I didn't seek help. I didn't ask questions. I didn't when I was struggling, I didn't go to somebody at my university and say, I need help, I need direction, because um, I didn't realize this, but the fact is, people that work at Campbell University want you to succeed. Believe it or not, they do. <laughs> they don't want you to fail. This isn't, like, my view of college was, wow, these professors are tough, they all want me to fail. Or why would they be so difficult? <laughs> No, it's not the case. They want to help you. They And they're not going to hold your hand through it all the time, but they will help you. And you just have to, you just have to ask. And, and uh, those who remain silent, I think, are the ones that are more likely to kind of drift away, mm -hmm. ghost, even, ghost themselves like, out of it. And on that, is that like, 
even if you're professors, you feel like you're not getting the amount of help from them. There's other resources around campus, especially Campbell, with tutoring and the writing center that are, like, super helpful. But just like you said, you have to seek it and, like, want it. And it's not going to be handed to you. And you have to realize that in college that not necessarily you're alone, but, like, you're making your own decisions. Mm -hmm. And so if you feel that you need to get help, you have to go seek it. It's not going to be something that the professor is going to say, okay, go do it, like high school. It's it's a new thing, and you can't overload yourself, and it's a big adjustment from classes going from high school into college, and that's something that I had to learn completely, yeah. and so seeking help and doing things is something that I've really relied on this first semester. And don't be afraid to fail. Um, I think failure is a big, big learning curve, but I think, like, in high school, it was much easier to fail and then, like, kind of be okay with it, but in college, you really have to use it as a learning experience. I think we've been on for almost a full hour now, so I think we're, uh, <laughs> I think we're, we're going to wrap it up here. I want to thank Jacinia, I want to thank Rachel, and I want to thank Taylor, um, all three of you, you, for your honesty. I mean, it's, um, that's the most important thing here is we want to hear about your experiences, and this will help future students believe it or not this will help future students and uh rachel um you were particularly candid about your situation too and i think you set a rhymes with orange record for calling things saying that things suck the most on this oh, okay. <laughs> so you get oh, that. <laughs> there there's a prize for that thanks. <laughs> um i love it no thank you so much and then kristen wagner hill uh thank you so much uh, i think what you guys are doing is great and continue luck um the event is tomorrow from 10 to 12 and the academic circle first generation uh national first generation day we'll call it and <laughs> and uh <laughs> i don't have it in front of me but um you guys will have information and most importantly you'll be there to help people that need help so um thank you guys so much i hope this uh worked pretty well on instagram i know it's going to be a great podcast uh, continued luck and uh um, we would love to have you all through your first semester of freshman correct yes love to have you on in three and a half years and let's yeah. let's talk to you I'll put let's, it on my calendar let's talk yeah. to you <laughs> if if we're here you know, you know. Oh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you never know but if we're if we're all here um let's have you back and let's talk about uh your first semester compared to your last so thank you so much thank and you. Uh, thank we're you. gonna thank sign you. off now thank you bye